At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way, with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him, and I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I., is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just a magnum. Yeah, just a magnum. Come on, Cam Ashi. We, we said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there, crap. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like And he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been had a buck down at 140 in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yard shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you killed that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass Comey one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. 
This is the White Tail Legacy podcast with a hell of noise in the background. I had to scrape homie's balls off this chair in here. It's so cold in the studio. <laughs> that was uh, the beard ruffle you heard at yeah. the beginning, oh, Cody's yeah. giant yeah. beard on there. Yeah, my bad. Just going in close to the mic, but use the veteran broadhead, scalpel that thing right <laughs> off the seat. But it's cold here in Illinois. Um, we need it, though. We need we need some cold weather to get these bucks moving. It's been absolutely crap out there for for big deer movement anyways um but uh we're not giving up still a lot of season we still have a lot of game plans for late season but uh we're going to get into the people that make this possible and then we're going to get into the show um it's going to be me and homie this episode then we got a gang lineup of stuff coming on but we wanted to get this episode out to you guys and talk about targeting the pacific buck and the pros and cons and should you do it and if you do do it what you should expect um it seems simple early in the year but it's definitely more complex um at the end of the season if you know stuff don't work out (laughs) yeah let's get into people that make this possible do you have the veteran shout out yeah this week's shout out is going to be blake shipman blake is currently serving in the navy and uh blake was turned on to the podcast from his dad so um blake we appreciate you and your dad greg listening there um greg appreciate you uh letting Blake sign up and uh, serve this country. All right. I got Hunt Reminder, huntreminder.com. Remember, guys, um, it's $14.99, but if you use our uh, discount code, um, LEGACY, all caps, you get $5 off. So that's $9.99 a year for this. And uh, if you're a hunter out there that's hunting multiple states or you have a point system that you want to look, look up for or you want to next year, you know, like, you know, like uh, Ben in our Snapchat group, that guy's hunting five different states for whitetail and then yeah. three or four for turkey. And that shit would get confusing as hell. And I want to get an Iowa point this year so I can go next year. And I can, I want to go to Kentucky, but I want to make sure I get, you know, maybe I want muzzleloader tags and, you <laughs> know, archery tags. And you're looking at like 10, 15 tags. Mm-hmm. That would be confusing as hell. And this is like, you know, you get a list of what you got already, and then it won't remind you, you know what I mean? And then you get the link that says, okay, muzzleloader in Kentucky. You're like, oh, shit, I didn't get that, you know, and then, boom, you got it, you know what I mean? So pretty cool for less than a buck a month. You can have a reminder system that will really help you out and let you know what, what when stuff's available because like our CBD hunt coming up, when the tags are gone, the tags are gone. You know what I mean? Or if you miss a deadline, you miss a deadline, you're not going to be able to hunt that year. So, All right, do you have Exodus? Yeah, for Exodus here, uh, this week I want to get into the Exodus Render, which is their cell cam. Um, I just want to go over some of the options that they have uh, I, in their settings for I that. talked to a guy, and he didn't even know Exodus had a cell cam. Really? I was like, yeah, they got oh, they, yeah. they got a cell cam. It's it, they got solid. a baller cell yeah. cam. So, um, so, you know, it's... I just feel like that they offer a lot of setting changes with um, this cell cam. Their image size can go from 3 all the way up to 12 megapixels. Uh, burst count from 1 to 9. 9 shot burst, which I think is incredible. And then um, your trigger delay can go from one minute, or 1 minute all the way down to 1 second. So that is incredible diversity there if you're... Uh, I was blown away when I walked by it on Sunday. 
Oh yeah, and then it was my phone was vibrating like right when I was <laughs> yeah. in, I was like Jesus, and then it got six pics of me. I was like, this thing is ripping right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we've all been you know caught by deer standing there and just getting you know does, or if you got it over a feed side or whatever you got going, this render is you know pretty diverse to be able to um, put it anywhere and fit the needs that you need it's it to nice do. It's nice that like if you if you are in a state and you can bait and you got it set on like. 30 second delay and then you're like shit i'm getting like 900 pictures of this doe you can literally go one minute delay one shot burst yeah wait until that doe leaves and then change it back to the other setting mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's pretty nice to have that and one thing that i overlooked which um looking at this here the last couple of weeks is the operating hours interval you can set your cam like if you get sun picks or something or a bunch of grass picks on a windy day you can literally come in here and say hey from 2 p.m. in the afternoon to 5 p.m. Don't don't do anything. So I think that that's a a that's very cool, good option. Yeah. Definitely save some batteries. Sa- save some data because save of, your batteries. Yeah, man. And you run as many trail cameras as we ran this year. The batteries is that's the sleeper that kills you. That is the sleeper. So you can get all that into the Exodus render, and uh, it's all backed up with a five year no BS warranty. Yeah, no, that's what the guy was blown away by. You know, I I told him and. I said, yeah, we got a couple pretty solid. And he, I said, five-year warranty. He's like, five years on a cell cam? I said, yeah, five years on yeah. a cell cam. So you're guaranteed to have a cell cam for five years. So that's that's pretty solid. Uh, all right, well, let's get into the show. Um, so you guys have heard the name a thousand times, <laughs> Magnum PI, just like when we were hunting Freeze. Um, we chose to pretty much dedicate our season to finding this deer, hunting this deer, and uh, it's a tough choice to make. It, it it seems easy. You got a giant out there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a one ninety class deer. You're, of it, course, you're gonna go. In after May, him. you're like, oh, I'm geared up. I'm ready yeah, to go. Of course, you're gonna go after him, yeah. right? But uh, after going after him all year, we we did encounter him. You know, what I mean, we ha- we had really close encounter to where, man, if he would have committed to a grunt, he'd be dead. He would have committed to a snort wheeze, he'd be dead. You know, what I mean, and if he was 15 more yards, he would have been dead. You know what I mean? Like 15 yards in, in archery is a long ways, but in, you know, in the woods, it ain't shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's him taking a left five steps before he did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's like three trails for him to pick and he picked the third furthest trail. You know what I mean? So it just, that's how close he was. But how do you want to start this? I think, I think you should start off with like, whether you want to do it or not, and then we can go into the pros and cons of what we got. Because I think there's some certain stuff that you should think about at the very beginning before we even go into the pros and cons of like what what I got to do, what I don't have to do. I think that, and you, I don't know what your opinion is on this, but if say you had a giant, okay, I'm gonna try. Let's let's say that the buck that came through during shotgun season, you had a trail cam picture of that deer. You had a set of three in October 3rd, okay? And then you had no more pictures of that deer. That being a 180-class deer that you do, don't do have a lot of history with, would you dedicate your October to hunt that deer? 
off of that one set of trail cam pictures. Because I feel like this is where a lot of people get caught. They get one giant on cam, right? Mm-hmm. And they get him, like, hitting a scrape or he's coming through an area. And they get this giant buck and they pull the cam. And they're like, shit, look at this. And they're thinking about, they have no idea who this buck is. He's just some giant that showed up. And then is those three pictures, is that enough for you to make a move in October? And for me, it is. Like, if I get three pictures, I'm going to make a move. I'm going to try to get on that deer if I think it's possible. But what what do you think? I, I'm saying it's worth at least a couple weeks being in the area, uh, making a move, trying to figure out what he's doing on cam, where he's going, why is he there. Um, the biggest thing is, where is he going? Yeah. And where did he come from? So, would you... Say that's on your private, but say that you have a solid buck on public land that you think that you could go in and kill 50-50 shot, mm-hmm. okay, and he's a 130. What what are you doing then? I feel like I'm still probably going to give it a little bit, a little while on the big one because it's so early in the year, yeah. but I feel like that's where you mess up. Yeah, I, I feel like I would... I might not give it the full two weeks. I'll say I'm going to give it the full two weeks, but probably, like, say you get that picture on Sunday, probably about Wednesday I'm going to be thinking about hunting the weekend. I'm probably going to throw the Friday night hunt at the big one, and then Saturday I'm just going to be like, yeah, and all situational on the weather and you know, all yeah. that bullshit. But We're just saying, we're just saying yeah, you, get, you know. Straight across the board. Straight across the then board. Then I'm probably going to go back, because now, I mean, you're already two weeks gone. You're half you're an eighth of the way yeah. through. You know? So I mean, that's 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 what we did. I used stuff that wouldn't connect anything, but that's what we did this year. Found a giant on public. We had bucks on the private, solid bucks on the private, mm-hmm. that we probably could have killed if we would have hunted them harder. But we went after the giant, the random-ass giant that we had two sets of trail cam pictures off of, and that's it. You know what I mean? So we banked a lot of hunts. Off two sets of trail cam pictures, we we had four sets. We had yeah. him going the the one in velvet, obviously, and then we had him going in and out that the yeah. next time, and then we had him on the fifteenth and the twenty fifth. Nothing in season though. Nothing in season. Yeah, nothing in season. Nothing in season. So I was talking about the two off the last card. Oh yeah, okay, okay, That's I got you. The hard horn. Yeah, velvet is if it's in velvet, <laughs> it's a it's don't even count. Like yeah. I'm I'm not hanging any cams till like. August, like <laughs> middle of August, late August. I'm not, I'm just not doing, it. I'm not doing with the batteries and the grass and all mm-hmm. the shit yeah. early in the year. It ain't worth it. We lose too many deer. But anyways, we went off of two hard horn picks of that deer in the area and we went in there five, six times after him. And it is like, it is insanely hard to get into. Yeah. Is So you're banking, you got two trail cam pictures of him in not in season, but before season hardhorn. You think he's in the area. You think you figure out where you're living. You go in there. You don't see him. And then it always goes back to, oh, it was just shit. It was a little warm. Or you're always making excuses of why that buck is still there. There's always some reason you didn't see him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow, shit, maybe I need to access a different way. But you got bucks on the private ground that you could probably potentially kill if you would go set there. And you know that. But they're not. At 190 class, typical. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that's the risk that you get when you decide that you're going to go after these de- giant deer. And this situation we're talking about, there's no other buck. Yeah. Your buck is, your the buck yeah. you ended up shooting was there. There's no other, like, but oh, shit, a deer might come through here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- th- you're not going to see 
five deer. Yeah. You're going to see a doe and that buck. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's just it. And you go to the private, you know, we had three shooters that were there right on the edge of dark, like, and then we had that day that, like, the day that you went out in the rain, mm-hmm. I feel like if you would have been on the private, it was, that front was coming in, it was cold, you could have got in and out easy as shit, you yeah. wouldn't have got soaked, right? but you risk it to go in back door on him. That was, like, the third time we went after him. You know what uh, I mean? So, yeah. so it's like it, it's hard to choose what the hell you got, what where your priority is, and I feel like that's what happens to a lot of guys. They get the picture of a giant, you get a three shot burst of them on a scrape, and you're like, holy shit, <laughs> you know. And, and maybe maybe you're a guy that has like three properties to hunt, and then you just not taking public out of it, and then you just x out the other two properties. Like I'm putting ten sets on this property. The first three weeks of season, I'm going in after this deer. What we, what a guy should do, is run a mobile cam. If the deer is there, hunt the deer. If the deer is not there, go hunt where the deer are. Where deer are. Yeah, don't go after the (laughs) mythical creature that you got on cam once or twice. You know, go where your other mobile cams on fire, pretty much. Instead of going in and going after a giant but that the giants just rope you in they have like this <laughs> yeah. lure about them where you're just do 10 times amount of work because it's your you just put the blinders on you would be absolutely jacked to kill chaos he's like a 150 oh yeah you know what i mean just yeah. absolutely jacked as hell <laughs> yeah. but it, it you're just like well nope he's gone <laughs> he might as well be dead already because i'm not hunting him you know what i mean so you just your common sense hunting is out the window and that's something i need to get better at at, at, instead of how can we what what am i going to do to kill this deer i need to look at the grand picture of all my shit and say okay i got a 30 percent chance here i got a 50 percent chance and i just got to go with the odds instead of going with the magic you know you're just like (laughs) well what if what if he what if he comes out you know what i mean and i will say you are that guy just like I don't know, man. He could. Yeah, he I could. am. I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> Dude, you, know I mean? you like, get all yeah. the time. That's all you say. Well, he could be right here. Yeah. Pop out twenty yard shot. Yeah. Dragging I, him at the truck at four a. I'm an op. I'm an you know high optimist. You know what I mean? Oh, like, very. Shit can happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I always have a positive outlook on <laughs> shit, and then that's why I always come up with some excuse like ah. Oh, Shit, the wind swirled that one time, you know. I mean, like, there's something always, and it's not, it's funny to talk about, but it's the freaking truth of what yeah. happens out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're sitting there, you're like, oh, he could come at any second, and then the wind swirled, you're like, oh, maybe not. And then you're like, well, if the wind didn't swirl and it was five degrees cooler, you know, I probably would have seen him, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're like, well, I know he's here because he was on cam. I know he was here, he's on cam. Yeah. Even yeah. though it was 12 days ago. He's here. Here's, yeah, he's here. He's in there. He's in there. There's nowhere else he could be no. in this 3,000 acres. He's got to be in there. No way that deer's three miles away. Yeah. No way. No way. But that's, that's, you know, that's something I think you need to look at right from the start. Think about what your odds are killing this deer. And then if you know the odds are low, you can make a better decision whether you want to just absolutely risk going in there and being like, okay, I know I'm missing my chances over here, but this buck is worth it. Then you already make that conclusion at the beginning of the hunt instead of after you've hunted the deer all year and you weren't successful. Then you're making 
then you're like, well, shit, I should have. But if you already yeah. made that decision early, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. After you looked at all this stuff, you've already, you're already okay with not killing that other deer. Yeah, I mean, so I feel like if you're going to target a buck exclusively and put time on him, you need to be okay with missing opportunities on other deer. You know, other farms. And chaos, we've been hunting him three years. It'd be super solid to kill that deer. You know what I mean? And that was just some random buck we had no idea, but he was a big, like, and people say once in a lifetime, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To me... A 190 typical, that fr- frame is a once-in-a-lifetime deer. So you got to decide, okay, am I going after the once-in-a-lifetime or am I going after the buck that I think I could kill that I got three years of history that'd be really solid that I already thought I killed last year during Chuck's <laughs> different buck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you got you to gotta make a decision, and I just want to get that out there. So if you're on the fence of what you – like next year, you're getting the cams out, you get that picture, look at all your odds before you go out. All right, after saying all that, we're going to get into the pros and cons. And for people that, you know, target one buck all year, this is probably something that you guys do. But a lot of our listeners that we've been talking to um, recently have been messaging us, and they're just starting to hunt bigger deer, it seems like. There's a lot of guys that are just trying to get into it. Maybe they got one good buck down, and that gave them the jump to want to try to get more. And I feel like that's the people that listen to podcasts a lot because they're wanting to get that knowledge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So – this is for the guys, you know, that, you know, that do this. And then also for the guys, you know, you got no bucks down, you got one buck down, but you want to kill a, a solid buck. You've got some bucks on cam. You're thinking about targeting. Um, go ahead and hit him with some pros, homie. You got a list there. Um, it's one buck. Like, hopefully when you see that, see that deer that you're targeting, that you're going to know it's him. You're not spending you know 20 seconds as he's coming through the timber trying to get a gauge on him if he's a shooter or not like it's one deer you've probably had him on cam you've looked at him you looked at the pictures a hundred times and you you hopefully know what he looks like and it's just embrained in your brain and um so hopefully when you see him it's just done deal like yeah okay i feel like this is a huge pro because it being one buck you got one arrow you're hunting him you can put if you if you have decided that this is what you're gonna do, you can put all your eggs in there and say, Okay, I'm putting all my cameras in here, I'm you know, gonna make my sets here. There's way less decision making and it seems like decision making is very hard for us to do. That's like something that we struggle. Decision making for what? Like Just, to where to set, what oh, buck to okay. go after, yeah. What's our odds over here, you know what I mean? Um, when you're when you're dedicated to one buck, that's all out the window. You know what you, where you're hunting. You know what you got. You know the area you're hunting. Mm-hmm. You know that you're doing this because he did this last year or something. You know what I mean? Where you're not like, well, just like me. Well, we could go to the north. <laughs> we don't know what's going on up there. We could go over here. We could go back to the south. We could hunt the bottom. We could hunt the top. Like you got stands, but you know. Even if you have a 200-acre piece, you know, you only got them on cam in one area, you're not going to go hunt the other side of the farm, you yeah. know what I mean, and try, yeah. and try to think to kill us. You got an idea of where you're going, and you could put more of your assets in that area, just like we did with Magnum, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like we did the buck early. We put a lot of assets yeah. over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, to see if we could get on them again, you know what I mean? And we we didn't end up getting on them again, and that was just another one of those 
bucks that was there and then vanish when season starts. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. that property. We know now. Yeah. But same thing when Magnum showed back up. We put all our assets there. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's a pro because some of the decision working making is gone and then you have a better chance of getting pictures and getting intel. Maybe not killing that deer, but you're still you're learning if you have all the assets there instead of you're like, well, I'm not real sure. I'm going to run a couple camps here, but I'm also going to run cams on three other properties mm-hmm. to make sure I have a backup. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, the next one is something that we can definitely relate to on freeze, you know, is just when you get it done, that feeling of accomplishment. When you do hopefully shoot your target buck, that feeling that you get is why why you want to target deer. It what it's what drives you. And that feeling is not able to be reproduced yet, other than shooting your target deer. Yeah. You I know? mean it's something you, you know, you work to kill a deer all year, but when you work to kill the deer all year it's just a different level it, it of is. you're like i'm gonna kill a night you go from i'm gonna kill a nice buck to i'm gonna kill this buck and then your brain's intertwined and you think about this deer when you're waking up in the morning and you think about him when you're going to sleep you think about him on the drive to work how many times do i call you like hey i got this idea i don't want to forget yeah what about this you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> it's because i we're always thinking about what you could do you know what i mean and you could do that with multiple deer but when you get wrapped up with one, you know, the feeling of accomplishment, like you said, after you shoot is, it's a whole nother level. I just like my Missouri deer. I yeah, we said, I was like, that. ah, you know, it's cool, but it wasn't like, and like the buck I shot on public this year, it was cool, but I'm after that. This is a buck that I'm targeting. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you want that top one or two deer. Yeah. You know, that you know, you've put all the work in to basically get down you, you get the random buck that just comes through and you shoot them yeah i just feel like the skill level isn't as isn't as much as oh, i targeted this deer i'm in the area and he might have just walked by that area randomly but you still put the work in the buck i killed we got trail cam video of him a mile and a half away you know what i mean like there was no targeting that deer there was no. like nah you just another deer you know what i mean like he wasn't even on the richter you know what i mean <laughs> So, but when you come in at that point, you're like, well, I'm opportunity. Just, I'm going to take it what I can get. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's just not the same. When, once you kill, no, like, yeah, you is. know, I killed, I killed <laughs> homie or I killed, but I killed homie, <laughs> axed him. I killed a uh, homeboy and then I killed a nine pointer and I killed freeze. You're like, you're, you're mad. Okay. I'm targeting this deer. I'm going to kill him. I'm targeting this deer. I'm going to kill him. And then you do it three times in a row. You're like, but that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And then shit don't work out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what that's what you want. You that want, is that is yeah. the pinnacle. Yeah. It is so. the pinnacle. So the next one is just you just briefly covered it, is you kinda get to put that little feather in your hat that you kinda know what you're doing a little bit deer hunting. You outsmarted this buck, um, you got in front of him, and whether it was just like Cody said, whether it was because you went to this stand because of this wind the way the wind's blowing or you're hunting doe bedding in the rut like i mean there's 
numerous options. There's a calculated reason yeah, you're there. Yeah, there's something calculated involved, and you're able to get it done. So just kind of a little tip there to make you keep hunting and trying to target deer. Yeah, I feel like me and you are the same, and a lot of people, especially with social media and stuff, they try to be better than other hunters. When I, we just want to be better than the deer we're hunting. That's <laughs> yeah, it. That's that's all I want to do. Right. I do. I I could give a shit whether someone thinks I'm a good hunter or not. You know what I mean? But I want to beat the deer that I'm hunting. I don't give a shit if another guy kills a buck that's 40 inches bigger than me. That doesn't matter because it has nothing to do with my life at all and what I'm trying to accomplish. You know, am I happy for that guy? Of course, I'm jacked for that dude. You know what I mean? I'm sure he put in work. He was out there. He got it done on a giant. Awesome. But that does not stipulate how good or bad a hunter I am because he got it done. It has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It's a the situation for the situation for the, that deer to be like the deer I'm hunting. The odds are just not there. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're hunting different types of ground. You're hunting a different state, maybe different time of year. So when people chalk themselves up to, well, man, this guy got it done. Why can't I get it done? You can't do that. You you have to do it off of the deer that you're hunting. That deer could be coming to a bait site and he could have killed that deer. That kill could, deer could have been on cam for thirty plus days and he had all the intel. That he could be a really good hunter and put the pieces together and got it done off two trail picks. You have no idea the context of the story. You know what I mean? So we're the same way. We just want to beat the damn deer that we're after. Yeah. You know, if you kill a buck, props to you, dude. You you can be a better hunter than I am because <laughs> I got my ass kicked this year. My ass got handed to me by the deer that we were hunting. Absolutely yeah. handed to it. We had an encounter with a deer, but that wasn't good enough. It's not good enough. You know no, what I mean? No, it wasn't. So, didn't feel like an was, accomplishment. Yeah, Everybody was, was like, oh, man, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. I'm like, no, that deer should be dead. That's the accomplishment we were after. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And the amount of work that we put in, we were like, yeah, it's going to happen. We're going to kill Crisscross or or Magnum. That's the two I wanted. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that one of the other two bucks came by, cool. But I wanted the deer that... I had encounters with, you had the history with, make it cooler, you know what I mean, for, for, for sure. me. For sure. So, um, I'm going to add in one more here is you get to, if you get it done on a buck you're targeting, hopefully you can use some of that intel for future big deer. You've obviously seen the deer, and I feel like, and everybody says this, you get to learn so much more when you see them. And that's kind of why we are transitioning a lot of our cams to video mode. You get to learn so much more about the deer. And you get a, you, you can put that in your memory bank if you get to keep hunting that place, that spot, that area of what the deer did. And if another giant shows up, chances are going to be doing some sort of the same shit. Yeah. I don't know how many people... Like, especially this shotgun season, I was reading through the people that were, you know, successful. Mm-hmm. Went to the old corner stand or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. just, you got this stand that's just consistently good. There's a reason why it's good. And as long as nothing changes in the area, like more pressure, the neighbor starts accessing something weird, 
spot's going to be solid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You might not kill there every year, but you're probably going to see a buck there during the rut. If you normally see a buck there during the rut. Right, you know what I mean? right. And if you guys listen to the last episode of, you know, we're talking wind direction. We're talking location, direction, where did he come from, other intel. You know, if you guys are breaking it down like that, then, I mean, you already have all that intel for the next big deer that moves in. Mm-hmm. So, well, this deer, you know, that last big deer I killed, he liked to move on a south through this draw, you know what I mean? And he, you know, he daylighted in this area on the 3rd of November, probably a hot doe over there, you know what I mean? Or he's mm-hmm. with this doe, you know, the 5th of November. You got to think, well, that doe's probably still alive, you know what I mean? Good chance she's alive. So, the shit all ties together year after year. And that's why you see people be consistent on properties year after year after year. Because once you figure the damn thing out, if it doesn't change, just like my private piece, I was, I was, I could walk in there and sit in that stand and just know that I'm about to have an awesome hunt. Like I'm, I might not kill, but I'm gonna have a really solid hunt. Yeah, I was just gonna say at at the high fence, it, I guarantee there's a giant in there working the piece on a southwest wind. Yep. just what freeze did. Yep. like yep. I did. It's gonna happen. It's only gonna go on there on a southwest. <laughs> yeah, it's just. That's how. That's the best way they can use that property mm-hmm. to their advantage. And if the neighbor to the north hunted a lot, it's going to push the deer back into the corner. If he, they, he doesn't hunt a lot, they're going to be up in the front. It's like you work with what you got. If you notice the neighbor's hunting a lot, you automatically go to the back. Go to the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he hasn't been out there at all, you stay, go to the front. Be you know front. what I mean? <laughs> like you just learn that stuff over time and – it pieces together. So killing a deer can give you so much intel of of what big deer do what there. What big deer do there. Yeah, when you see the deer, whether you kill them or not, that's when you learn, like, well, shit, he, you know, I see 90% of the deer cross the fence here, but he crossed down here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like when we seen Magnum last year, we had a pretty good idea of what he was doing. We were talking with the other guys. I had a pretty good idea of what he's doing. I know we've seen him on a hot doe, but we know he's on that ridge. He's in the hot corner. He's in the hot corner. The hot corner is where we need to go. Yeah. <laughs> and this year, when we've seen him, we're like, okay, this is what he's doing. He's pretty much you get doing that the same second, shit. You get that second encounter where you had the first one, and that wasn't enough to be like, hey, dipshit, you need to be over here. And then you see it do it again. You're like, all right, I know. I got it now, man. I got it. Yeah. But that's then it's too late. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's way so it's, it's too late. Way too late. You know what I mean? So seeing one giant do something, damn good chance another one's going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Unless something's weird. He's chasing a doe or neighbor bumped him or some weird shit like that. You know, yeah. X that all out. Just normal deer doing deer stuff. That's it. So, all right. Um, Way way more cons than pros. Way more. Well, cons. Another pros is you have a giant on your wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you kill a giant deer if you're if you know if you're targeting the biggest buck. Most of the time, people target the biggest buck of their life or the biggest buck they got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So another pro is you got a big ass buck that year, which is what everybody wants to do. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. You, you got it done. Or. Maybe it's not the biggest buck, but maybe you got the most mature deer on your farm. You know, you killed a mature deer. Like, that's something. I'm not. The, I'm not on that level yet. That's enough. Like, talk about the stages of hunting. Yep, you know what yep, I mean? Yep. I just want to kill a, a big deer. Like, I don't care if he's three. 
I don't care if he's seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm about, I'm about, you know, I want to kill a solid rack deer. And I'm, I'm not proud, like, I'm proud enough to say that. You know what I mean? I'm not like, yeah, yeah. I don't have to I'm say, right well, I'm only killing five-year-olds. You're in the trophy stage. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the trophy stage. That's where stage. we're at. You know what I mean? Where that's where I'm at. I, one day I might be at the mature stage. That's not, I'm not going to pass a 147-year-old to kill a 163-year-old. That's, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm in the big deer game. If a seven-year-old or a three-year-old come out and they're big, they're dead. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... Yeah, okay. There's, I was like, you said that way too fast for me to comprehend if you said it right. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Half the shit I say is messed up. All right, so, cons. It's time-consuming oh, as hell. It is time-consuming. When you start picking and prodding in a certain area, the the time that you normally... So, so you got, like, eight... Eight cams. That's like a normal amount, I think. Six, eight cams yeah. like what a lot of guys run. That's what I ran before I got crazy into it. Like, so you got six, eight cams. They're spread out. They're normally in pretty easy places to get. You go to a stand. You pull two. You go here. When you're targeting a buck, you might have 10 in 100 acres. And you might, instead of being like, oh, this, this spot was solid, Last year, I'm keeping this cam here. You might be like, damn, if I move this cam 25 feet over there, I'm going to get him. <laughs> so the, everything is more complex instead of, I'm just after I'm just after a buck. I know there's a buck in this area last year, so I'm going to run this cam here. they got a pretty good chance of catching him, catching a deer. Now you're trying to find one deer, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you're like, 50 yards. And we've seen it. 50 yards have, is, yeah. 50 times. yards can be... Make or break on a trail cam of what you got going on in that area. It seems dumb. 50 yards is huge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In the trail cam game. You know what I mean? So you might have two at 50, you know, and then you got if, one over here, you got one over there. You know what I mean? If like, you're really trying to pin the damn thing down, 50 yards is huge. Yeah, it's huge. You know what I mean? Like 50 yards is whether he's there a day or not. Like we had 50, we had three cams. 50 yards apart in a triangle. Yeah, and he was on... On one of them. Oh, on one of them. Coming from where the other two were. On the other one, not on the other two. And they're right, you know, you're like, like, if you had two cams, you'd be like, that deer ain't there. Third cam he's on. You're like, what the (laughs) shit? (laughs) So he was here, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like... uh, West Side was there on the 10th. Yeah. I didn't know that until I was going to... Backing everything up. He was? He was there on the 10th. Of November? Split G2 buck was there on the 9th or the 10th. 9th, 10th, or 12th. Right in there with Westside. Not with Westside, but same. Was he on the Exodus? Yeah. He was on He was on the. The bush cam? No, or the, the one in the, the back? Top, the top. The top? Yeah. The top stake cam by that scrape? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the west, where he should be. Oh yeah, this yeah the split the split two buck yeah on the west okay yeah they were there ten days after season started huh yeah but only on that cam didn't hit the mobile yeah you know like not over there and then so October not across 10th. the creek yeah the oh west side was there October tenth okay okay yeah I was thinking November tenth on the on the oh back. No, no no I was confused no. I was jacked yeah. for a second I'm like ah <laughs> oh, sucker's still alive <laughs> <laughs> that deer's like nine years old I thought he was dead for sure yeah anyways. That's no more conversation right there for us. Homie telling me something, me not understanding, him breaking it down really in depth, <laughs> me still not knowing exactly what's going on, but just saying, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Failure. This is the worst one, I think. <laughs> you could kill a buck and it not be that buck because you get your heart set on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, you get your heart set on that deer and you're thinking about, man, if I could just get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like we're a two-buck state and like we've done for the last, you know, five years. Kill a solid buck and then you're chasing a magnum. Yeah. You're chasing an absolute giant. Mm-hmm. Chasing a deer with a 19-inch drop time. Yeah, you're passing, and then you're passing deers that would be a one a mid one fifty. Yeah, be your biggest buck or whatever. You're you like, know I, what I, mean? I, I can't do it. You're just like, no, no, I already got my solid buck, so I'm good there. Yeah, and now you're, I mean, you could have a phenomenal season and, and knock down a one sixty. Yeah, but you passed it for the mid one eighty with the nineteen inch drop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so you're just gonna have to learn to live with that. Yeah, that's something that I. When I had my private piece, I learned to be like, okay, yeah, I'm just, this is what it's going to be. I'm not going to double buck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Unless it is on, unless th- it's the, on the, number one. the one that I want. Once I killed the first one, I got the edge off. I had a successful year. I got a buck down. Now I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Well, this year is completely different. I'm just begging for something that's edging decent to come out. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? The edge of like, oh. Shit, I don't know. Dead. <laughs> I would say the decision making is getting less and yeah. less. <laughs> like every buck on camp shooter. <laughs> Before you'd be like, ah, shit, ah, needs a year shooter. You know yep, what I mean? Sure. Like, you you go to the public game. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, no, nope. I'm ready to rip. Yeah, I'm ready to kill something. But I mean, just like we say, you know, you spend all this time and effort trying to get a buck down, let alone the buck, and you're, the chances of you not getting it done are probably better than you getting it done in most scenarios. Yeah, way better. I you mean, because I mean? you got to think about, you know, if you just play hunting as an odds, so say, say you had a chance of 10 deer, you know, that you on all your properties that potentially you could shoot. That's including your, your shooters and then your random bucks that might show up. And you take that to one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just took your percents to your chance 10%, of shooting you know one of I mean? the ten, yeah. and then it being the one in the ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of the ten is hard enough, but then the right one out of the ten—that's just so much harder. That's why, like, when we have Heath on and he talks about how he consistently kills what the he buck. wants every year, that's that's next level stuff that I'm definitely not at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. So the next one is another, oh, well, I skipped one there. We'll go back. It's going to be mentally draining. Yeah. You're going to be out there, and if you guys are like me, when I'm in the stand, I am playing the hunt out, like the encounter. I'm playing the encounter out, and I'm like, all right, I've had him on cam back here. He's probably bedded over here. He's going to hit this edge. He's going to walk right where he should be. 18 yard shot and i, I do just that. play that over yeah, and i do over that i do that like every odds of where he might come okay what, what am i gonna do if he comes this way how am i gonna draw when am i gonna draw you're thinking about it oh like yeah at the situation in in the tree you know and that's I mean? one hunt and, and that's... especially if you're hunting as many different trees as we've hunted <laughs> like every situation you're like okay i'm in a new tree What's my range is? That bush is 30. You know, you got to keep reminding yourself because in that moment, you're going to be like, oh, oh, shit, what's that bush? What is yeah. that bush? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was say out there on the, on the kill tree, it was, uh, 
on where we did kill. It was there's three bushes right yeah, now. It was yeah. 20, 34. Yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, just yeah, wait. Yeah. <laughs> they were like 42, 33. They were like yeah. a little off. You're like, oh, 20, 34. That's all I got to remember right yep, there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just if you if you play it out and then it just doesn't happen and now you're 10 hunts in, you're 15 hunts in, you're and 30 hunts in. And then every hunt, you're, you're adding data from trail cams or encounters and then your your brain is consumed with wind direction, temp, how'd he come through there? Oh, he's on this cam. Then he's on this cam. You're trying to piece him together and you're drawing an imaginary line of the deep route that you, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. deer is just not on the route that you pit, you know, no, in your mind, he's no. doing some dumb shit out there. Guaranteed <laughs> that. But in your mind, you're like, okay, he went there, he went there. So he had to go through here. You're trying to put the pieces together and it just, eventually you're like, screw this deer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get to a point where you're like, ugh. The, be- the my personal favorite is you sit all day, you get to the truck, and he's on trail cam, yeah, on mobile cam, yeah. boom, yeah, that's the best. Like that is that's mentally exhausting. Yeah, yeah. that happened to me. You sit all day. What I see a doe and a decent eight pointer. Yeah, you seen shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seen shit. I was like, I do not know why I'm not seeing deer right now. <laughs> Get to the truck, giant. I'm like, drop tine, giant, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Never even seen a drop tine on this property. Uh, there he is, right there, 15 yards. So it is more of a mental struggle than just going out there, enjoying the hunt. And I, I that's another one I could put down is, you know, it can take away from the enjoyment of hunting. Yeah. You know, because you're out there, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself because it's the one that you want. And it the the intensity is high. The, yeah, the buildup is. You know what I mean? Like the like when we had that encounter with them, the next hunts were like the anticipation is high. Like you're like, okay, we know he's in this area. We already seen him. If he does the same thing again, dude, the the deer's dead. Yeah. So you're like the whole time, you're like on a whole nother level. And then when you're on that level and you bang something or you mess up or the wind switches, it is just soul crushing. You know, <laughs> yeah, in your mind, yeah. you're like, "Wow, I was gonna kill him, but now I'm a dipshit." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the the level of small things. I'm saying minuscule huge. things yeah. get blown out. Yeah, because you're in a different game. You like know what I mean? you're climbing up the tree, you bump a guy's bow to him, and he's ripping your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Dude can't wait three seconds, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to pull up these damn antlers oh, dude, is that, that I carried doing? around. Yeah, they're all tangled up in that trash-ass bow rope. Yeah. Dark as shit. <laughs> Shitty-ass tree. Branches everywhere because you can't trim shit. Everywhere. And I'm trying to pull these giant-ass <laughs> rattle answers up that I've been carrying around for seven days. And... We rattled three times in seven days. <laughs> like, no freaking reason to have them. I'm like, got to get them in the tree. Got to get And you're trying tree. to do a quiet as no, hell. you're trying to do a quiet. quiet out. Yeah. And then the guy's right. <laughs> the, the tree is so close. This tree is so messed up. When you're climbing up, you're in the other guy's asshole getting in the other stand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your face is on his ass. Then you got two backpacks. You got all the camera oh. shit. It's just too much stuff. The, the bow hooks, bow getting a bow hook in two guys in the tree 
If you're on the same tree, there's not enough room for two bow hooks. This is hooks for bags. If you're ba- if you put your bag, it's gonna be in a shooting spot for him. I guarantee it. You know what I mean? So tensions get high, especially when you're like, okay, this this deer is gonna be here like two minutes from sunrise. You yeah. know what I mean? Like after the sun comes up, shooting light, he's gonna be here in two minutes. Right. You know what I mean? So, and you already you're already two miles in. You know, so you already put all the effort to get back there. <laughs> and, and then you just blow out the spot. And then you just blow out the spot. You're like, damn it. You know what I mean? So, so um, cat and mouse, you know, you're thinking about where he's going to be and if you can safely hunt there. So you're trying to be That's the where ass he, kicker. Yeah, you're trying to be where he's at. You're like, man, I, if I could just get in there, but I can't get in there. Like when we went across the ridge, we literally were like, oh, yeah, we're in the spot. Deer start, doe starts blowing. Complete opposite direction of what the wind's supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the wind, you're like, Shh, the wind's doing some funky shit right here. You know what I mean? So you put all the work to get there, and then you're like, well, shit, I can't even hunt here. Because if he does come in, he's going to come in from that way probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's going to wind you, and that's the last thing you want. You know what I mean? So that's the worst. <laughs> You're trying to I have this down later in the thing, but you're over you're almost overthinking the shit. Yeah. All, all the variables, you're you're starting to overthink. You're taking calculated risk by how much time you got to hunt the deer, where you think he's gonna be. Is this you're overthinking like, is this too risky? Am I being am I gonna screw it up? And then if you hunt and you don't see the deer you automatically screwed it up. You're like, ah, yeah, shit, yeah, exactly. he winded me. He was, the, you know what I mean? I was too loud coming in. And he's a mile away. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, that... Yeah, just the cat and mouse game. I mean, I know that's the biggest portion probably of it all. And it's it could be the most frustrating. It is the best part. Because if you are hunting, you want to see deer while you're hunting. Yeah. If If you don't see the deer, that's fine. But eventually, you're going to want to encounter him. Mm-hmm. We have a hard time doing that. Yeah. But w- when we do, we have to kill. Like, that. that's where we're at now. Yeah. We can't see the deer three times, or we don't have the property or the amount of space to... Chase after chase, the deer. Yeah. On you the, get to on a fence, private. and you're, you're there. You know what I mean? But just that, it, when you're not seeing him, and you're throwing all these hunts in there, you're just like, shit, you know? I'm trash. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how many times I say that. I'm an absolute trash hunter. I'm trash. <laughs> that should have been the name of No Picnic. Yeah. <laughs> trash I'm trash man or some shit. <laughs> always Taking the trash year. out. <laughs> yeah, there's always next year. That's the best name for that series. <laughs> Scratch everything out. There's always next year. That's the name of the podcast now. White to Legacy, gone. <laughs> always next year. Hey, guys, listen to Always Next Year. We don't kill shit. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, so it's, we'll just say October's gone. You know, now you're getting into the rut. You can be a little more risky, usually. So now you might be hunting in unfavorable. 30 mile an hour winds. Yeah, in <laughs> unfavorable conditions. Rain. Sideways ass rain and thirty mile an hour winds. Never know. You never know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get in the mentality that late in your game. I gotta be here. It's absolutely brutal. And then what you don't realize 
is you're just ruining yourself for tomorrow. Yeah. Because tomorrow morning comes after you just sat out there for five hours in the rain. You're like, ah, shit. It, it's cold out. You know what I mean? Two like, years ago, we froze our ass off. Yeah. Skipped the next morning hunt. Daylight. Daylight. Yeah. Absolutely right froze our balls off. Didn't see hardly any deer. No. And then we're like, okay, this is shit. Daylight. Next day, shoot. Daylight, next day, shoot. You're like, Duh! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you do? But uh, so, and just like I was getting ready to say, is you can you can push the wind a little bit, and sometimes now you're frustrated because October's gone. So now you're you know you haven't seen the deer or whatever, and you want to kill in October, like you want. Yeah. If you're a two buck state, you want to kill in October, and then you're going into November. You you got a big one swinging. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I got a buck down already. I'm doing good. Things are happening. I'm about to have a good rut. Like, the season's just better when yeah. you've killed. Yeah, it's it's a different – I know it's bad to probably say that. People are like, man, these guys are savages. But if you're a serious whitetail hunter, like big deer hunter, like that's what you love to do, if you got a buck down in October, November's way better. If you got a solid buck down. Yeah, yeah. Like November's it, like – a completely different. You're just like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Was, yeah. I saw three does. Good. Yeah. You know, you know cool. what I mean? Like, you know. But if you haven't got it done, yeah, you're just like, shit. There's like, another. I gotta get it done. There's another hunt gone. I gotta get done. Counting down the days. Yeah. Like, yeah. Literally. I got Ten good days left, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be shit. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm back to shit. Because for us, shotgun season, you might as well piss in the wind. <laughs> we use all the luck on one deer. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just absolutely. I could have went to McDonald's parking lot and seen as many deer. Same <laughs> yeah. amount of deer. Yeah. All shotgun season. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's just it's just not good where we got to hunt. So, you know, if, if you are getting, you know, frustrated and hunting a less than favorable condition, you could be tipping off that deer. You know, you could be pushing it too much. And um, that's obviously not going to help anything. Yeah, because you're... In your mind, you're like, I got, I got to kill him. I got to kill him. You know, I got to kill him. So you know, now's the time to push and yeah. be aggressive, and it might, you might push the wrong way. Yeah. So, speaking of that, you know, you, you have to be going into season, just like Cody said, you want to kill in October, but you, you've already contemplated the thought of failure that we talked about. You need to be thinking about the long game. Be like, okay. October's gone. I didn't see him in the rut. Now I got late season. I got some food here for him. You know, I, I got a, a doe or two that might come in late, possibly. And you just got to – it's it's a mental shift as well. You, you got to know you're going to have slower hunts if you don't have the food, <clears throat> yeah. if you don't have the bedding, if you don't have the cover. It's just going to be part of – that but mm-hmm. you have to if i think if you're mentally prepared going into it then it that can it can help you being prepared yeah when the deer herd up there's just properties that are not good like no, season because they're not there yeah you can plant food you can do the bedding deal they're just not there there's a reason that they're not there and you can throw 15 hunts that some gun the deer aren't going to be there they just don't magically show up one day. It's just they're not there. And that's something that we have to deal with. Our small piece of private, once the crops go out, rut's over, the deer ain't there. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. There's no there's no deer there. Does, small bucks, nothing. Everything's gone. <laughs> yeah. They come in there night to go across the road and do whatever they do up there. 
Must be popping over there, dude. dude Must be is. popping on the other side of the road. <laughs> but, somewhere it's yeah, popping. Yeah, somewhere is real solid. Got a lot of stuff for these whitetails, but probably all those cedar trees up there. Thermal covered. I don't know what the hell. Oh, you think they went that way? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't there wasn't no deer up there yeah, either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's south. Everything's Everything. three miles south. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, you just got to plan it out, you know? And I feel like this is a very good time to know when you got to pull the plug. Like, you can't sit, you can't have a target deer and you go, okay, I've been targeting him, been trying to kill his deer two years. The last two years, he hasn't been here late season, but I'm going to hunt my ass off and maybe hope he... You got to have a point where you're just like, okay, I got to go somewhere else. And that's what we've done. We could be going, man, I really want to kill Chaos. I really want to kill Bud Heavy. But we're like, screw it. Pull every cam <laughs> off of there. Everything. Everything. Going to public. Everything's going to public for late season. Because we know we have better odds on public, which seems as dumb than what we do on that property because they're just not there when you hunt it two or three years you understand the same thing happened last year the same thing happened the year before shit ain't gonna magically change. yeah and when you're making the property better over time yeah and the deer just ain't hanging around yeah they're not there to find out that no. they need yeah. to hang around <laughs> yeah. they're not there to find out that you got beans there late season yeah you know what i mean yeah like you think bean field you got a green field we got brassicas not even touching it they could give two shits about that green field. <laughs> I seen one deer take one bite out of that thing all year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that buck walked right across it. Went, that was it. Yeah, the buck that walked right in front yeah. of us went, went two hundred yards, just textbook. Yeah, popped in the green field, ate for three minutes, gone. Yeah, that that was it. He didn't put it in the memory bank. Ah, just save this. I'll no. come back here. No, no, no. It's no. ah, yeah, I'll roll out. Yeah. <laughs> This place is trash, just like the people that hunt it. <laughs> I don't even like these brassicas. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think we got most of the cons covered, besides the biggest con of the whole entire deal. Getting your ass kicked? The biggest con of the whole entire deal is November 23rd, someone else kills the damn buck that you're after. That's the biggest con that you risk. Going after one of these deer. Yeah. The whole, your whole season can be a waste with one dude randomly setting in one tree. And that's like, you put it all, you might as well go bet red with like 10 grand. <laughs> like, all right, neighbors don't know this deer's alive. That's imaginary. I'm gonna, you know, what I mean, like, like, you know, what I mean, I'm the only hunter. I'm the only hunter that alive. knows this deer's alive. I'm the only one that's gonna see him all season. He's not going to run in some front of some random hunter. Deer doesn't leave He's my 25 He's not coming acres. out in shotgun season at all, anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you risk all that to be able to be like, yeah, I'm only hunting this deer all year. Like, that, all that is like blinders as Blinded. shit. You're just running down the hallway be like, nope, not getting killed by that dude. You know what I mean? Like, and then it happens. And then... They then you're just like, and by then you're emotionally attached to this deer, yeah, and, and then, you are just crushed. All your intel is just is. worthless as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like to use this draw on the northwest. I wait till another big one's in there and see if he does that too. Like that's yeah. the only thing you got. Once yeah. he's dead, you're like, cool. Uh, yeah. Pretty the much. only thing that you could get is maybe see the deer. Yeah. Get some pictures from the guy who 
killed him to just add to your puzzle, yeah. find out where you're goofing up, or, you know, see what the deer was doing when he shot it. Mm-hmm. You know, see if you're even in the game. But, like, a, like the dude, like Matt's buck, the guy went out, only deer he's seen, and he shot him. Yeah. And that was a deer that showed up, like, one time on cam, you know what I mean? And you, if he would have put all his eggs in that basket and hunted that deer, and then that guy would have just went out one time and shot him. You know what I mean? Like, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, And you, you can't knock that guy. No, no. Because he's probably got trail cam pictures of him and stuff, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or he's hunting just like everybody else is hunting. That's the biggest con of targeting one buck that you have to be cool with. Because when the shit goes down, it isn't gonna. It isn't gonna be like, well, you got you know the buck's not gonna be like, bro. I, I gave you three shots. Like yeah, I, this yeah. other guy's gonna kill me now. That's not how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, I mean, we know the feeling of standing over the deer, knowing he's not gonna be on trail cam, but somebody else being the reason that he's not gonna be yeah. on your trail cam again. Yeah. That's bad. Bro. Yeah. That's that's you're bad. Like, you're like, damn. You know what I mean? Like. That's well, when you pull everything. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, all right, screw this piece. Yeah. I'm over it. You know I'm what I mean? So that that's just the biggest con that you have to be cool with is just understanding that another person could kill that deer any day of the season. Yeah. And you have to roll the dice to outsmart or in your mind tell yourself that no one knows this deer's alive. And the people that say that, everybody <laughs> runs camps. There's an assload of people hunting. If you talk to anybody around here, no one's like, oh, yeah, neighbors don't hunt. Like, <laughs> that's uh, not a yeah, thing. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. The neighbors are running cams more than likely. Somebody's out there. And the dude, the deer, the people know that deer's alive. Just like Ingram's giant buck. Yeah. The three neighbors knew about that deer. And then he started working with, talking with him, working with him. They, and they were, like, swapping hunts. Like, he'd be on his property. So the guy would be like, hey, man, come over here and we'll all go after him. And then... You know, Ingram's like, all right, I got a trail cam. He's on my property. So they that neighbor would come hunt Ingram's property. They were, like, working together, which is badass. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, cool. And there's one guy out there that's like, no one knows about this 170 I got hidden down here by the creek. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that deer's alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that about sums up, you know, the pros and cons of what what you need to really think about. And this is something that people don't talk about. I feel like I've never heard anybody break this down to where you – I feel like there's a lot of disappointed hunters at the end of the year that think, man, I should have just went over there and killed that solid buck instead of – Yeah. So you have to figure out what, what you want to do. So saying all that, are you going to specifically go in after Magnum if he's back and hunt his core area – where you think that you can get it done. Where you could still possibly kill another buck, but you're putting a lot of eggs in the basket on Magnum. What are you going to do next year? Yes. Okay. But I'm not going to be scared to take a break from hunting there. I'm not going to work my balls off. If you see a buck off. do shit, you're going to go over there. Yeah, Because another yeah, buck yeah. might do that. You yeah, exactly. I mean? Like, we just, we just wasted ourselves out there. You know mm-hmm. I mean? We're absolutely... Dying. We were in a funk for like two weeks after. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, we're dying. It wasn't just like we were tired. It was more of like discontent that you failed. 
Yeah, I mean, you failed yourself. My, I failed you. You failed me. Like it's just, it's a big <laughs> circle jerk of failure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I would say my brain is. I mean, it's finally getting back to yeah, normal here. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was messed up, man. And I just the exhaustion part and the whole thing is, you know, it, we're just pretty confident that he was on cam so much and everything. We're just like, you know, we got all these hunts out here. And we didn't really plan for the ending. Yeah. You know, and we, never, we we knew it was going to be tough. It just didn't know it was going to be that tough. And, we, and before we started podcast, we we're talking about, you know, what killed us out there. And um, so, yes, I mean, I'm I'm good for, you know, four hunts in a row or whatever. But if I start getting, you know anywhere near where the hell I was. Like, I'm just going to have to back out, yeah. hit the private piece, hit 200 yards off the road or whatever, regroup my shit, instead of having to regroup the whole time. Yeah. Just regroup in, you know, a couple segments or something. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm the same way. If if he's there, you can't not. I would say you got to be you can't out there. not go in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it... <laughs> the only thing I've said about that place is someone killed that damn deer so I don't <laughs> yeah, have I to like, go back in there. Here we are a month. Just begging someone to just <laughs> wax him with a shotgun. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just someone send me a pic of a, that. A that. month ago, we're like, never coming back to this place. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. But now, I mean, we're only a month, a yeah. month yeah. out from doing, from out there. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm down to go back out there if we, a, a little hard if we need yeah, to. Yeah, a little hard. Like, <laughs> not like we did. No, you know I mean? that was. But that I know what's going to happen. He's just going to be like, his home range is going to shrink. He's going to be like so consistent on cam. We're going to be like, <laughs> we're going in, boys. <laughs> 18 days straight on public. <laughs> <laughs> we thought 15 was bad. We're doing 30 this year, yeah. boys. No. I'm going to need some more vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need new legs. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to have to get with me an electric bike. Yeah. Guaranteed. That's the only way. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't have to bike, I hate biking. I would bike worst. down the Oak Flat. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh god, that'd be wicked, bro. <laughs> You'd be getting like 40, 50 mile an hour down that little ass trail we have carved through Full there. Full break, bro. <laughs> Let her eat. Let her eat. Put some saws on the side of that and just cut you a swath yeah, on your way to down. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. I gotta go back to you. I'd. I'd risk it all. You gotta. I mean, it's tough, but I'm not going to go in there in October on bullshit. Bullshit weather where I know that the chances of that deer are very slim coming out and just going in there like, oh, man, I'm I'm going in. I'm not doing that. I'm calculating my shit. I'm going to either. I feel like we did, though, because he was there five days before season. No, I'm just saying on the other oh, buck. Oh, you're saying yeah. like overall? overall. Yeah, okay. on the other buck. Like, okay. I'm not going in there in October and being oh, like, yeah. oh, shit, it's time to rip. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, okay. We're going to kill this deer now. No, I'm not doing that. Like, if there's something that's a dead giveaway on cam, I might I was say, we're going to have a banger right before season or something. Yeah, like, where you're like, <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it will now, I'm not even going to run cams where I don't want to hunt. Then I won't even know what's going on. <laughs> the west side, no camps. <laughs> Nothing over there. <laughs> Southwest is absolutely not even parking my truck there in the summertime. Not even glassing from there. Nothing. I don't want to even see a glimpse of something. I'll be like, shit, 
I'm back in. I'm going to run one cam on the west side just to see if he's alive and what he looks like, and then I'm going to pull Northwest. Him. You're yeah. going to want it on the the typical buck or west side? West side. Oh, that's cool side. there. That's okay. I'm cool there. Oh, okay. All right. All I'm right. talking southwest, back oh, in the okay. canyons and oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Back there where we almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell no. You almost like legitimately died. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was really close. <laughs> you ever seen a cockaburr? That looks like a human. <laughs> That's what homie looked like. <laughs> it was bad. He was 98% cockaburr, 2% yes. meat. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Left gear out over there overnight. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. I had to leave the gear overnight to get out. Yeah. With the rain cover. Terrible. That's when you know shit's bad. You're like, I'm not going to be able to make it out with this shit on my back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to come back in here. Later. Right. That's when it's bad. Oh, but yeah. So yeah, I'll go back in the in the bottom and give it a rip. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. gonna Southwest, I'm liking that a little more. That's easier to get to. There's not as thick. We know he likes that area. Where we got the pinch cam, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. as deep. Yeah. Fill that out a little more next year. Hopefully have a solid piece of private. Just go in, just easy hunt, chill, <laughs> watch deer do deer stuff. That's yeah. gonna be so cool. Instead of watching them climb a five hundred foot hill, you're like, "What in the f- is this deer doing? I have no idea what's going on right now." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you're listening to us now, we appreciate you a hundred and ten percent because you are our solid core base of listeners. Season is, I'm already talking to people, and they're like, I got two sets left, three sets left. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. are just fading out. Mm-hmm. Shotgun season's over. So if you guys are still clicking that play button, we love you so much. We appreciate you supporting this podcast. We hope you got maybe a little bit of tidbit of knowledge here, maybe something to stir around, think about. Maybe hopefully made you laugh a couple of times. The only thing that we're good at. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we appreciate you guys. Always do the right thing. Leave a legacy, and why till legacy is out. And remember, there's always next year. There's always <laughs> next year. <laughs> On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.